Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Calling Tau City. Turn on your radio. I know we had some words last time, but that was so long ago. I got your message. It was a little harsh, you know. It's still a little hard for me to hear. Please take it slow. Welcome to Starship Sofa, part of the District of Wonders network, featuring tales to terrify and far-fetched fables. Everyone has a story in the District of Wonders. Come and find yours. I'm tuning in to your transmissions. I'm hooning, waiting to be found. And I'm building rockets. This is the Starship Sova, everybody. Welcome, hello, and welcome to show number 621. I am your host, Tony C. Smith. Hello, everyone. I hope everyone is fine and dandy. Well, the dear, I just want you to get submersed in this fantastic story and fantastic narration. The Ice Queen of Europa by Russell Hemmel. And it's narrated by our, well, I was going to say our very own, but our very own Nicola has moved on. Our very own Nicola Seton Clark, who used to be the host of Farfetched Fables. Yes, so I'll tell you about Russell. Russell Hemmel is a French-Italian transplant in Scotland after several years of East Asia. Passionate about astrophysics, history and Japanese manga. Winner of the Cannabis Award for Excellence in Interstellar Writing. Recent works in Aurelis, Flame Tree Press, Song of Eretz. And you can find them online. His stories at the blog and there's a little link there. And there's two actually one to Twitter as well. For Russell. Now, like I say, this story is narrated by Nicola Seton Clark. Nicola, originally from South Africa, where she grew up in various small towns around the country. Working as a professional actress full time for 25 years, she spent her time being variously a jazz singer, waitress, bartender, and English trainer. Currently, she runs her voiceover company Ofstimmer with her actor husband Peter and spends her spare time. Attempting to raise her children into decent human beings and attending heavy metal concerts. 
So, the starship Sova is very proud to present. The Ice Queen of Europa by Russell Hemmel Plug, unplug, swallow, sweat. Not even in a gulag routines are so tiring, I swear. My eyes chase the tail of a comet we've just passed by. Emotions in between awe and longing. Hatred, too. Midori-san, please. I must perform an in-depth check of your body functions. No good morning today? I reply, looking at the restricted claustrophobic space of Asterope's command deck. Silver-grey and cold like the rest of this oversized hypersmart probe. Like my skin as well. Were the AI a human, I'd gleefully slap the snarky creature across the face, but it's rather difficult in my situation. I stretch my arm over the sensor unit with the usual lack of grace. The circle-shaped pod lights up and beams in blue after a few seconds. I detect a slow heartbeat and low blood pressure. And good morning. I'm only in need of sugar, machine. Inject me. I've always found vaguely insulting. Man-made entities knew about the humans they were supposed to serve more than the humans themselves, especially when I am the human in question. But insults are the least of my worries. Frustration, isolation, lunacy. That's what I have on my plate now, all in the name of adventure. It's like when somebody is permanently stuck with a, a B-flat natural minor scale that keeps going on and on over the background sound system, dark and moody, as in Tchaikovsky's Symphony No. 4. But there's no use to tell Asterope. It doesn't know harmony, music-wise at least. I grunt softly, and the AI quickly picks it up. I only try to prevent you from getting depressed. It starts, while the light-powered needle approaches and delivers its daily dose of mission-approved drugs. And impaired like the others? <laughs> I won't. Me, I have a reason more than those morons that pretended to care. I adjust my sleeve back into place, wiggle out of the lab cubicle and switch Tchaikovsky on. If that's the dominant music color of the month, better to hear it out loud. But I'll choose the nutcracker for this rotation, just to soften things up. So don't get excited, machine. No liquid hydrogen for me, even if ice is my element. Not until I have a breath left. I mean it. Even though liquid hydrogen is what I know best, it's also the reason why I'm here, too. <laughs> it's not surprising the rest of the crew nicknamed me Yuki Onna since the onset, even though I still find it appallingly rude. Who wants to be identified with the nasty Japanese she-demon who freezes people to death every once in a while? But as the science officer in charge of the cryogenic equipment, I couldn't argue with that. You're too cynical, Midori-san. This is a sign of distress, too. What else are you supposed to sound like when you're packed with eight people into a faraway, moon-bound, too-damn-little probe like hapless cattle to the processing house? With an additional perk, you're the only one still functioning. And sane? Maybe? <laughs> that I wouldn't dare to claim. Our mission wasn't that bad on paper, in line with the whole space colonization adventure, and it progressed even better. Earthians were optimistic, for a reason. 
Mining precious metals from the lunar soil and terraforming Mars had been a resounding success. H3D, the magic helium-3, now fueled a constellation of cold fusion reactors, bestowing clean energy over the planet and happy life to everybody. Finally doing something to keep our Mother Earth from decaying and dying of exhaustion. And we, Asterope's intrepid crew, all volunteered for our mission scientifically arduous and daring in practice, but everlasting in spirit. No less than sifting additional helium-3 from Jupiter for our clean but hungry reactors, the definitive solution to an endless free-flow supply. We had only to sacrifice our well-being for 25 months, 735 days, 6 hours to be precise, the required time to reach Europa. In my case, the money to fund my brother's musical studies was some sort of incentive too, I guess. We left in a solar mood, as space knights led by a grandiose Ride of the Valkyries, or even better, a melody in a major pentatonic scale, joyful and inspired like all of us. Dangers lay in mechanics and astrography, hurdles in the chemistry and the physiology of the human body. We planned for that, but we overlooked a fundamental point. Space sickness threatens neural structures, even more than bones and muscles. Training on Nevada desert or short stays on the lunar soil were not exactly the same story. They couldn't be. You can't play pretend and still pay the price. Nobody bothered to remind us that the mind is a powerful but delicate instrument, and sanity is not a state as much as a boundary. Once you've crossed it, you're gone. It's a hard way back from the tendrils of madness. If one does exist... The route was set and steered by ground station, while risk avoidance demanded probe operations as automated as technically possible. The unintended result was that we had nothing to do, except watching our all-powerful AI directing our spaceship in an impeccable fashion. After a few weeks, we lost any illusion about our usefulness. The tone was set, for me as for the others, and it was on a rare chromatic scale, equal-tempered, Persistent, anxiety-building. Many of my infancy tunes came back to my mind during those months. Tunes that spelt Hokkaido's small, derelict towns, nuclear waste spun out of control, and nostalgia of the old good times that are never good, and often a fantasy altogether. We exchanged views. And ideals. Dreams. Curses. We engaged in endless chess games, sex and quarrels. Over months... All that faded away. Energyless like our probe propelled by solar wind, we began sleeping every day longer, talking each day less, until the moment the buzz of equipment and the radio plasma were the only noises breaking the silence, ending one after the other in a pool of liquid hydrogen, an option available as extreme recourse, when the crew's endangered brain functions triggered the watchful AI to put them into a cryosleep. One morning... Nobody woke up, except Asterope's science officer. The Yuki Onna, the misfit, the clumsiest of all. Your body is in nominal conditions, but reflexes are becoming slower. Are you surprised now? I snap as soon as I open my eyes and get back to work. 
It's increasingly difficult to sleep, medications or not, and when I finally manage to get to sleep, nightmares creep in. I feel in a constant pentatonic minor at the moment, the one psychedelic music uses. If I have to believe my kid brother, or ancient Japanese court music like gagaku, one thing I doubt not, your brain gets rewired, not necessarily for the best. No, Midori-san, it is just... It starts getting on my nerves with its soothing voice, business as usual. It's called boredom. They've left me alone into this. They had no choice. They were too weak to keep going. Then they shouldn't have signed up for it in the first place. You always have a choice. And so do I. The Avengers won. I'll make them pay for these unbearable days and nights where my only company is a ghastly reflection on the ship's panels, a splinter of face washed out by the lack of sunlight and vitamin D. They called me with a demon's name? <laughs> Demons claim lives. I'll kill them as soon as I land, first of all humans in space, into a fully functioning, remotely 3D-printed moon village courtesy of a cloud of nanobots. The swarm grew and installed everything, from the sewage to the oxygen facilities, passing through HE3D collectors, a luxuriant greenhouse and a cute spaceport. They weren't instructed to build a graveyard, though, so I'll have to dispose of the bodies otherwise. Letting them rot in their ponds of liquid hydrogen while switching off the life support is the easiest way. But I am in need of entertainment so I'll probably leave them outside, in a low-gravity environment, until their frigid bodies break down and decompose under my delighted eyes. <laughs> I see the lab cubicle lighting up. Are you trying to tell me something, machine? I'll inject you with methamphetamines, just in case. You don't trust my skills now. I try to sound annoyed, but I realize the AI is right. I can see Jupiter looming in front of the probe, ready to capture Asteropa into its gravitational pull as soon as it gets to the right distance. We're almost there. The AI reads my thoughts much better after all these months of cohabitation. I idly wonder if adaptive behavior was among its core features. The ship needs a working officer to dock in case of defective routines. I trust you with both of us, you see. It must be. Adaptive. It never joked until recently. Yes, we're getting there. Europa is just in front of me. And the Yuki Onna will enjoy the space station alone. Because she's the only one who fought until the end for it. Europa. The gelid expanse of Moria's chaos. Finally. Terrifying and enchanting. Of that kind of beauty once known as sublime. Jupiter's dark and light belts are visible here in all their majesty, in a sky landscape everybody on Earth had fantasies about, but never experienced. Until today. I go outside, finding my way between ice cracks and giant plumes of water in a state of dazzled astonishment. I'm walking, for the first time in two years, and my legs are shaky, awfully thin in a spacesuit that used to be airtight. In the distance... The gleaming structures in titanium and graphene of the brand new station await in silence their first visitors, like a cathedral in the desert or a ghost town. In my mind, I hear my brother's favourite, the Saint-Saëns spooky Danse Macabre, 
He used to play for me every Halloween since we arrived in the States so many years ago. Exiled, vulnerable, yet so optimistic and full of life and goodwill. While here, I am the flesh-starved, blood-seeking demon of our scary tales, hovering on a virgin land with malignant intentions. Shedding months of loneliness and a pervasive enroaching lethargy, I plough toward the building. T plus five. Almost one week has passed since Europa's colonization by the triumphant mankind. I have made myself at home already, in a place better than any gloating expectation. The nanobot swarm built for me more than just a village. It's a stronghold, a rich and prosperous one. Glittering metal structures over sleek surfaces and ridges of ice... Plenty of fresh groceries and tea breaks looking at the other moons dancing in the sky. I enjoy a solitude I haven't chosen, but that I relish now. I'm the rightful Snow Queen in her enchanted palace, the Yuki Onna of the outer space. My crew was right. Midori is the cruel yokai of the frosty peaks that brings destruction and mayhem to helpless humans, storming their homes with gusts of icy wind. Now it's time to deal with the ones I've brought with me, once and for all. I head back to Asterope, where my crew's quietly asleep in their frozen coffins, in a place as grim as a graveyard. My fingers reach for the loudspeakers and gloomy notes seep in the cabin, one at a time, in a crescendo of sadness. Adagio in G minor, Albinoni Ghiacciotto. For you, my pretty ones. Because... Death must be elegant, if life never was. I bend over the nests, gleaming in their blue immobility. Pale faces float gently in the transparent hydrogen ponds, their eyes closed in peaceful slumber, and I feel my hands shaking. I remember in a flash those first months of laughter and tears, their silly jests and the feeble smiles of their last days, mouths once cheerful, Silent. Forever. I've lulled myself in harrowing thoughts of doom and revenge, savouring the upcoming ordeal like a birthday expected during twelve long months, and now I hesitate to unwrap my gift. Yes, they are guilty, but even snow demons can melt. There are times a sky glimmering of watching stars is all they need. I switch off the music, and caressing the glass cocoon, I trigger the reanimation procedure. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. 
Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. There you go. Big huge. Russell, thank you so much indeed. That story first appeared on or in the Martian Wave, April 30th, 2019. And Nicola, Nicola, what can I say? I hope you're well. I hope Peter's well as well. That will be big hugs to you too. And your brood. Thank you so much. So what do you think? Let us know. Starshipsover at gmail.com. Support the show if you like stuff like that, man. Oh, fantastic. Until next week, just like to say, good night from me. This presentation has been brought to you by the District of Wonders Network, dedicated to podcasting the finest genre fiction. You can learn more about the District of Wonders and their many literary productions at their website, www.districtofwonders.com Thank you for listening. I don't get out much I've barely left the ground I'm tuning in to your transmissions I'm moving, waiting to be found And I'm building rockets I'm pointing them to the moon But the work is going slowly Anytime soon, can you reach me? Is my signal getting through? Turn on your radio, I want to talk to you. This signal's going light speed. By the time I get my say, I might already be on to you and on my way. But you're so far from here And at best I'm moving slow So I'm waiting on your call At home with nowhere to go Can you reach me? Is my signal getting through? Turn on your radio I want to talk to you I want to talk to you I'd need only the will to fly I'm still building word by word And I'll get out there by and by I'll get out there by and by I'll get out there I'll get out there by and by I'll get out there by and by 
I'll get out there. 